Dougie Walkie, who last week, if you remember, was like a little mad because I was like, the Dow is dropping, and he didn't know what the Dow was. So this week, I'm going to explain what the Dow is to those of you that don't know. And for those of you that do know, you'll probably actually learn a bit. So today, I thought I would bring in a really famous guy, um, one of the top 100 most powerful people in finance, um, in global finance, ranked by Worth Magazine. He teaches at Harvard. He's written a book about spotting financial bubbles before they bust called Boom Bustology. And I happen to know him pretty well since he's my dad. Great guy. He knows a lot about this stuff. I'm gonna call him in here so that he can try and help me explain to you guys what the Dow is or so that you guys can learn a little more about it. So, here he is. Dad, can you come down here? So while he's on his way down, I think I'll explain a basic overview of the Dow. So the Dow is an index of 30 stocks, big, big stocks of inter international stocks. So for those of you that don't know what even stocks are, well, stocks are a tiny part of a company. So... If you own a Microsoft, one share of a Microsoft stock, and Microsoft has a lot of sales, then you'll make some money. If Microsoft doesn't have any sales, but they're spending money making it, then you're going to lose some money. Well, here he is. Hey, Kai. Uh, what's up? So, um, I'm doing my podcast right now, and I just... So, I've done a little research on the Dow, like, that it's 30 companies, and I know some... I don't know the others. Um, like, I know what Boeing does and what, what does Microsoft do? does. What does Boeing do? They make planes. They do make planes. That's right. All right, good. I'm glad you're doing some research. Keep going. And so there's a couple other companies that I don't know, like Pfizer or... Let's start with Pfizer. What is that? What do they do? So Pfizer is one of the country's biggest drug manufacturers. So they make a lot of pharmaceuticals. So for instance, uh, you know, if you have high cholesterol uh, and you go to your doctor and your doctor says, we want you to take this medication that's going to help control your cholesterol level, uh, that's a drug that might be made by a large pharmaceutical company. And one of the largest pharmaceutical companies in the world is Pfizer. So that's what Pfizer does. Okay, thanks. So there's a couple others that that are in it that like I hear on commercials like JP Morgan. I know they make credit cards because they're commercials, but what else do they do? Yeah, so JP Morgan's actually one of the country's biggest banks. So not only do credit cards are what they offer to uh, to families and to individuals, but they also offer loans to businesses. So a big, big company, maybe, I don't know, like Exxon, might need extra money because they're going to expand or they want to borrow some money to build a refinery or do something like that. And so even big companies would go to banks and say, hey, we need some money. Uh, we'd like to borrow some money and we'll pay you back. Um, and so banks such as JP Morgan do that for the largest companies around the world. 
just because I hear that the Dow's going down, does that mean like every single company in the Dow is going down? Or does it mean that more of them are going down than up? Yeah, Kai, it's, it gets a little more complicated than that. Uh, but what it means is that there's probably more going down than up. Now, it's also possible that a lot of them could be going up very little and a couple of them going down a lot. So uh, it's a little bit complicated, but it generally tells you about how the group is doing. So if the Dow is going down, it means the group of 30 companies generally is going down. It doesn't mean all of them are going down. It doesn't mean most of them are going down, but it means on average, the group or the index is going down. Okay, so thanks. So I wanted to ask you if um, a bunch of, if a company could be in more than one index. Sure, so you know there are more than one indices out there. The Dow is the big famous one that a lot of people hear of. It's called the Dow Jones Industrial Average. But there's also the S&P 500. There's also the NASDAQ 100. And there's a whole bunch of other indices out there. The Russell 2000. Um, and there's, again, there's some that are outside for different countries. And, um, but yes, companies can be in more than one index. So Microsoft is a, you know, it's the software company. I think you know my computer that I use for yeah. work has Microsoft Word and software on it. Anyway, Microsoft is in the NASDAQ 100. It's also a member of the Dow and probably also a member of the S&P 500. So it can be in all of them, which is why a lot of times these indexes all go together. So if it's an up day on Wall Street, then maybe the NASDAQ is up and the Dow is up and the S&P 500 is up. So you can imagine that they do move together. Okay, so you said Wall Street. I'm not sure if everyone listening would know what Wall Street is. So can you explain that? You mean, what do you mean, what Wall Street is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Wall Street, it's actually a street uh, in New York. Uh, it's the street where I think they first started trading stocks uh, a long time ago. This might have been hundreds of years ago. Um, but in any case, um, it's a physical street, and it's where the New York Stock Exchange was based, uh, is based, excuse me, it's still there. Uh, now and today, we have a lot more electronic trading, so it doesn't really matter. But when people say Wall Street, what they're usually meaning is the world of finance, the world of stocks and bonds. And they say, oh, Wall Street did well today. That means the markets did well. They don't mean actually that one street. They just mean all markets. So it's come to represent when people say Wall Street, it, what they really mean is what's happening in the world of investments. Okay. And I have one, I have like a couple more questions. Okay. So I hear that, um, I hear that there's, um, that lots of stocks are dropping right now because of coronavirus. But how does that connect to everyday life of people that aren't investors? Oh, well, that's a really good question, Kai. So, um, well, let's do, you know what, let me tell you a story and maybe your listeners would want to hear this. Um, so, you know, I, I've been teaching and, you know, they canceled classes. And in fact, Harvard said that I have to teach all my classes through Zoom over the computer and all the students had to go home. Now, you might think that has nothing to do with the economy or with markets, but let's just stop and think about it for a second. 
So in Cambridge, Massachusetts, you know, there are lots of coffee shops and restaurants and, and other stores that really sell what they offer to students. And what happens when all the students go home? How many, sh- how many coffee shops are going to be empty? I mean, think about it, Kai. Don't you think there'll be empty coffee shops? The little stores will go bankrupt. The restaurants will be empty. I mean, and think about all those restaurants and coffee shops have people that work there. And they won't get paid because their shops are closing down. And then all those people that work there, if you work at the coffee shop, at night you go to the grocery store. So then the grocery stores are going to have fewer customers. And if the grocery stores have fewer customers, imagine then that the grocery store has to let go of some people. So you can imagine that the economy could slow down a lot because of this, right? So the coronavirus is causing a large portion of the economy to slow down. It's people are going to do less. They're not going to go out as much. They're not going to be in big groups. Think about the, the professional sports. You like to watch sports, right? Okay. So, you know, the NBA is not going to have games, I think. And March Madness is effectively canceled. I mean, they're not going to let people have state. And so think about that. Coronavirus prevents the groups from getting together in large stadiums. And then, you know, there's people that sell hot dogs. There's people that sell sodas. There's people who, you know, make T-shirts and sell them. All of those people have no business this year. And don't they use their profits to turn around and buy things for their own families? So you can imagine that's going to be a big deal. So Wall Street and the stocks going down, that has to do with the fact that a lot of investors are worried that the markets or the the economy is going to get worse. So let's use one example. Would you go on a cruise ship today, Kai? No. Why? Because if one person on it had coronavirus, then you're going to get stuck and possibly get coronavirus. Yeah. So what do you think is happening to the cruise ship's companies that everyone's um divesting from them well yeah they're divesting from them. sure that's one way to think about it the other way to say is nobody's taking cruises so the cruise ship companies are losing money because they still have to pay for the ships right right so if the cruise ships are losing money then what do you think is going to happen to their stocks it's going to go down yeah so they've gone down a lot so that's how the coronavirus impacts the markets, which can also impact, impact the economy, which can impact everyone, right? Right. So once it's impacting everyone, does that get called a recession or a depression? Well, so those are two words that mean something similar, but basically the economy tends to grow when people are doing more things. When people buy stuff or go to restaurants more or, you know, are active, uh, economic activity. So if we have a recession, it means that people are spending less and doing less than they did before. So economic activity slows down. So rather than going forward and getting bigger and better, it goes backwards. And that's usually a bad thing. And when it happens for two quarters in a row, they call that a recession. And if it's a really, really bad recession, I think we call it a depression. We really haven't had a depression since the 1929 to 38 period of time. But it was a long depression back then. That was known as the Great Depression. Um, But yes, Kai, I think you're right. The economy is slowing down very dramatically. I think we're probably going to have a recession, uh, almost definitely going to have a recession. And we may even, if it stays uh, bad and gets worse, have a depression. 
Okay, so I know that you need to go back to folding the laundry, so... um. I do, guys. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for being on my podcast. I hope to have you back soon. Don't get in trouble with mommy, so go finish up quickly. Go finish the laundry quickly? All right. <laughs> Thanks. Good. All right, Kai, enjoy. Let me know if I can answer any more questions. I will if I need you. So I hope you found that helpful. Um, I mean, the Dow has gone up this week, which is kind of confusing. I don't know why, but I don't want to bug my dad now. Uh, I mean, it has just started to go down, so, I mean, this is even weirder. And it, the Fed has just announced that they'll cut interest rates to zero, and now the markets start going down, but when the Fed's, like, not doing anything to make the market go up, or even try to make the market go up, the market goes up, and then when they say, okay, market, we're going to try and help you now because you fell a couple points, well, a bunch of points, then the market starts to fall. I mean, oh, my God. Woo! Okay, there's Dougie. He's a little mad we haven't gotten to the coronavirus update. So um, that's what we'll do now. Here we go. The latest numbers are rapidly changing. It is so crazy. So... I've decided that if I told you, then by the time you listened, there's going to be like a thousand new cases around the world. So, I'm not going to tell you what it is right now. So, a big, some big things about coronavirus are like Italy, like I think two weeks ago, just said to the world, no one is coming in or out of our country. And in New Rochelle, there's a couple residents that can't leave their homes that are getting food from the National Guard. So things are rapidly changing around the world. It is getting kind of scary. So you should tell your parents to stock up on food and tell them to get an extra box of like a good cereal you like. But It's not all they're going to need. They're going to need a lot more than that. So tell them to add that on to their order. I mean, these animals, my podcast, it's crazy. But so um, Yoda just informed me that schools in Massachusetts, which is where I live, have shut down. So my mom, who runs my school shut it down on Thursday. I was really lucky to get ahead of that crowd. Public schools are shut down for one month. So was my school. I'm taking online classes. So I know that it's in this crazy, chaotic times. We might be getting a little scared. And these headlines are pretty scary again. But the best thing we can do to keep ourselves and family safe is wash our hands constantly. As much as you can, do be washing your hands. I know I will be. Well, tune in next time on The Kai Guy Show.